how to build trust in your relationships. This is a big one and something that all of us, myself included, tend to fail at over and over and over again. We, uh, we have this, this kind of flaw as humans to often not learn from our mistakes straight away. And that's okay, that's part of being human. Um, so today's podcast is going to be basically what I've learned in terms of building trust in relationships, whether those relationships are uh, sexual, physical, emotional, familial, or just with friends or colleagues at work. But before we dive in to today's episode, uh, I want to take a moment to ask you guys a huge, huge favor. If you like this podcast, if you enjoy listening, uh, if it's something that you are subscribed to or that you think will affect positive change on yourself and others, if you can take just a moment to leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, subscribe if you're on Spotify, or leave a review. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, or if you're not using Apple Podcasts, you don't have an iPhone, send us a DM. Uh, you can send a DM and let us know what you think at couple of lattes or at M-A-S-S-I-E underscore bros. Thanks so much, guys. Much love to each and every one of you. Let's dive into today's podcast. Let's get into building trust in your relationships. Uh, so these are five habits that you can start today. And before I get into the podcast, I want to let you guys know that this is read from an article that I posted on Medium. If you're more of a reader and you want to follow some of my writing, um, you can check me out on Medium uh, at Jacques Massey. So that's at J-A-C-Q-U-E-S-M-A-S-S-I-E. Um, but I also post that on my personal social media, uh, the Massey Bros um, social media, and also the Couple of Lattes social media. Uh, let's get into it. These are five habits you can start today to build trust in your relationship. So when relationships fall into disarray, it is easy to blame a series of uncontrollable external factors. This is convenient, but convenience is not often associated with the truth. In reality, as we become more self-aware and choose to take responsibility for our own lives, we tend to see two basic trends that occur frequently in our failed or broken relationships. Arguments, confrontation, unhappiness, and anger are all symptoms of these two deeper problems. One, a breakdown in communication, uh, and two, a lack of trust in our partner or ourselves. Regardless of what type of relationship you are trying to strengthen, repair, or build, trust is essential. I'm not talking about a superficial trust, a type of trust that serves you well when flaunting your relationship to others on Instagram. In this podcast, I hope to give you the tools to build real, lasting trust in your relationship. Do you want to build the kind of trust that will carry you through the hardest of times? Or do you want to fold your hands as soon as things get tough, roll over and give up on building powerful relationships? Building trust in any relationship takes time, effort, and above all, a strong sense of accountability. If you are the kind of person who blames external factors for your problems, building trust in any relationship is going to be near impossible. Before you master interpersonal relations, I suggest you focus first on developing your own independence. Ask yourself some of these questions. Am I proactive in my own life? 
Do I take responsibility for every situation and focus on what I can control? Do I take care of myself? Am I prioritizing what matters to me? Do I actually know what matters to me? Do I trust myself? Do I base my decisions on a set of just, sound principles? Do I love myself? If your answer is no to any of the questions I just mentioned, it might be worth learning what you need to do in order to answer yes before you start figuring out how to fix your relationships with others. So number one when it comes to building trust in a relationship is to talk the talk, but only if you are prepared to walk the walk. So I'm sure this is a saying that you're pretty familiar with, but talking about doing something is one thing. Actually backing up your words with action? Well, that's the evidence of reliability. Insecure people love to talk about all their great plans, commitments, and attributes. But when it comes to taking action, they fall well short of the goalposts. Trust me, I know. I used to be one of those people who would just talk the talk all the time, but I would never actually back it up with action. A reliable partner is one who backs up words with definitive action, even if that action results in temporary failure. Regardless of whether your relationship is romantic, sexual, familial, or purely platonic, your actions, not your words, will build trust and reliability. If a partner, friend, or family member knows that they can rely on you to do what you say, trust will be the natural byproduct. Be the person who talks with their actions, even if failure is a possible outcome. Number two is to embrace vulnerability and show respect. Deep connection is not the result of superficial small talk. It comes from sharing vulnerable moments together. By showing your partner a willingness to reveal personal vulnerability, it indicates bravery and a willingness to build trust. Showing vulnerability requires opening up to a person even at the risk of being hurt, revealing past failures, truths that may seem ugly, and broaching subjects that show your true nature. Being vulnerable gives our partner the opportunity to let us down leaving us open to suffering. When they do not, it builds a powerful trust. Vulnerability goes hand in hand with respect. If a partner is willing to be vulnerable with you and you are prepared to support the person they have bravely revealed, it shows respect. This builds trust further. When we are willing to reveal our deepest truths to a partner, it frees us to focus our energy on growth instead of dwelling on past failures or weaknesses. Likewise, by showing our partner that we respect them for disclosing personal vulnerabilities, it indicates our readiness to focus on lifting each other higher rather than preying on each other's weaknesses. Embracing vulnerability and respecting each other's truths will build trust. Number three is total transparency, especially in tough situations. Total transparency is essential to building and maintaining trust in any relationship. Your ability to communicate your feelings with a person in any situation shows your ability to set aside doubt or fear of being hurt in favor of honest, open communication. The tea, the key, the tea, the key takeaway is how you communicate in tough situations. If you default to communicating through violence, screaming or negative emotion, anger, hatred and jealousy, it shows your partner that trust is no longer present. Communication starts by first trying to understand how and why a person feels a certain way. 
Don't make it about you all the damn time. Really try to understand why your partner feels the way they do and think win-win. How can we come to a solution that benefits both of us? What can we do to ensure this problem does not occur in the future? What actions do I need to take now? What actions do you need to take now? What sacrifices are we comfortable making? How can this situation be resolved in a way that leaves us both feeling happy about the result? If you are willing to sit down with a partner or friend and solve problems without resorting to petty screaming matches, that person will trust in your character, knowing that they can rely on you to be honest, understanding and focused on finding solutions. Number four is to love unconditionally and receive humbly. Human beings tend to want in return forgiving. If I love you, you have to love me. Over time, the petty need to be rewarded every time you give something of value to your partner, love, time, money, or support to name a few, results in a breakdown of trust. Why? Trust in any relationship is partially built around the notion that you can rely on a partner to support you without an immediate need for reciprocity. You support your partner because you care about them, right? Unconditional love is, dif is difficult, but when you are able to find reward in the simple act of serving a person you love, well, it opens the door to a trust so powerful you will never seek to look back. Once you find the joy in giving love freely, your gratitude when receiving increases equally as much. If you offer love without the expectation of reciprocity, the reciprocal action does not come as a surprise. Therefore, the experience tends to be more of a letdown, or at best, a brief moment of joy. When love is given unconditionally, and with no expectation of return, then any reciprocal action is powerful and humbling. Many experts would disagree that unconditional love leads to a more trusting relationship. I argue that a partner willing to serve without reciprocity is a partner that can be trusted to always have your best interests at heart. Not just the expectation of an equal reward. Further, we become most similar to those we spend the majority of our time around. It would be logical to think that your ability to give unconditionally would increase too. Quick tip, be careful to always fill your cup first and leave some positive energy in reserve. If you constantly give unconditionally, you might run out of energy for yourself. Number five is to take risks together. We have already established that being vulnerable together leads to a more trusting relationship. Taking a leap of faith together shows a willingness from each individual to be mutually vulnerable. Starting a business venture together, making a decision to eat healthier and exercise regularly, moving to a different country, or simply taking an adventurous holiday. Having a fear-inducing experience has also been shown to trigger arousal, resulting in higher levels of sexual attraction. This one is obviously for couples, and not the relationship you have with your boss. <laughs> the reward is in the risk. To wrap this up, building trust takes time and effort. Destroying trust can take as little as one false promise. These five points that I have shared are not one-off actions. They are habits that must be constantly watered like seeds in a garden. I hope that these habits help strengthen your relationships. Much love to you all and see you in the next podcast.